Okay, so uh, this is Natalie reporting from Windsor Heights 3. Um, here to give you your caucus summary. This is our second version of this because we just did this um, an hour ago and rambled for 45 minutes about Nazi fashion and um, all the times I've cried today. Yeah, that's going to be, this is Cooper Harwood, um, also from Windsor Heights 3. Hello. Um, yeah, that will be premium, premium content. If you are a $500 a month Patreon subscriber, you can listen to our extended diarrhea jokes and how Nazi fashion, maybe they were onto something. <laughs> Say what you want, but at least it's Nethos. <laughs> oh, no, no we have to delete this again. We have to delete this again. Oh, my God. Always okay, okay. Backward. Okay, let's so, go. Okay, yeah. emotional state. Uh, very bad. I um, have been on the verge of tears 100% of today. Mm-hmm. haven't slept in like 36 hours. I slept like three hours last night, um, but it was fitful, in and out. Um, and Cooper is putting the BS in IBS by having um, really, really horrible diarrhea. The BS, the BS is for Bernie Sanders. Yeah, we can't quite make this joke work, but something about something. It's not the, gelling. I don't know why. Yeah, putting the the Bernie IBS is for intense Bernie Sanders. Um, yeah, this all sucks. Yeah. Okay, so um, that's everyone's emotional state. Yeah. We made we made a, a list so that we would not be. Yep. Stick to the script. <laughs> okay, so. not rambling about Hitler. Okay. okay. So uh, it was in a junior high af- cafeteria called Indian Hills, um, and I was extremely precious about it and took all of my anxiety about being a leader and about the caucus itself out by being like aggressively pro snacks for people, like just cons- constantly insisting that people eat fruit snacks and stuff. So I went to Target and I spent a hundred bucks getting coloring packs um, and snacks and waters and um, I got a tablecloth and shit. But it was like, so it was nice. It was like utilitarian, but it was normal. So normal, presidential, you got your plain blue tablecloth in juxtaposition to... Miss Elizabeth Warren. So we were set up at three tables in the junior high cafeteria and our tables were adjacent to Elizabeth Warren, who did not, the Warren team did not get their tablecloth from Target. It is a very specific, you know, I guess, presumably campaign issued the mint green tablecloth the official warren mint green you know it if you've seen the signs the they have their t-shirts that are not just elizabeth warren 2020 whatever big structural change shirts but they're specifically i mean they have like the like there is a a uh precinct captain pre-screened t-shirt it's possible that this individual made it for herself i don't know but it's a it was a very professional aesthetic situation which well, it was the thing they gave to everybody i'm looking at oh okay we oh, are researching oh, okay this is so embarrassing. and so i mean i you know not to like belabor it but i think the idea that like you know our comrade Natalie here is just going to target and buying snacks for kids because she knows the kids will be there and they will be bored and hungry and getting just a blue tablecloth and trying but you know focusing on like trying to make the experience pleasant for the people there versus having a cohesive 
aesthetic experience, <laughs> I think there's probably something to be said there for the Bernie versus Warren campaigns. So um, they had these placards that they each ma- made and hung around their neck with yarn. And it had a picture of themselves and a little bio so that if it was like an official Warren Bur- uh, volunteer, you could go read their bio first before you talk to them. Um, and everything is this like, objectively, I love the color palette of the Warren presidential campaign. I super love that mint. Like I'm really into that, like for my kitchen, KitchenAid mixer look, that color palette I really like. Um, but it sucks shit for a presidential campaign. It's okay. I'm sorry. Take my feminist card away. It's girly as fuck. (laughs) It has big girl scout energy and it just, that's not presidential. Be serious. Just put your name on a blue or a white or a red background. Done. Like <laughs> make you can make stickers, you can make buttons, you can make shirts, but you can't do that. And they had like branded cardboard boxes that you brought uh, your aesthetics in. They they are like mint green. Sorry, in retrospect now, I mean, it it reminds me of kind of like getting a kit for like an MLM. Like it yeah. kind of has that vibe to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where it like all matches and it's yeah. a bunch of slogans right. and like, you know, just there was just some real Girl Scout energy being displayed from the Warren camp. And it was very upsetting. Um, and I can take a a screenshot from a video I took and post it, but the um, Warren contingencies at our caucus had uh, helium balloons, which first of all, bad for the environment. There's helium, a helium shortage, but they chip clipped them to the back of their shirts. So do you guys know when you um, play Mario Kart and you played in battle mode and they put the balloons on the back of your cart and then when you pop them, you lose? That's what it reminded me of. Like it was just hanging above their head like a fucking Sims mood mood diamond. <laughs> or they just walk around with balloons attached to their backs. They were all adults. These are grown adults with balloons and it's not that large an area i mean everyone could see everyone else so it there wasn't a need for sort of these you know to have a balloon hovering several feet above your head so you could if you want to go to the warren table you just look over and see elizabeth foreign signs yeah and how everything is meat is mint green the balloons are mint green of course but this is the most important thing about our evening And it is what happened while we we had some people go to the wrong precinct location because like normal people, they thought it was where they vote. So they came um, late and the Warren campaign decided to entertain themselves by uh, singing some songs to us um, to the tune of various uh, popular music. Um, and they're hilarious. So there were two of them. Um, it was the like most embarrassing, cringy thing. Like the entire Bernie camp recoiled in horror against it. It was so embarrassing. They were clapping while they were doing it. All women, of course. Um, they were, <laughs> they were clapping while they were doing Not her it. Is canceled for misogyny from Natalie again. <laughs> okay. But all women, because this is the kind of like shit that only a woman would do. (laughs) So, um, and the first one they sang sang was, um, 
two cents, don't bother me. Two cents, don't bother me. And it was like that, whatever that song is. Like, uh, based on the melody of Shoe Fly, Don't Bother Me. Um, for the two, the two cent on the dollar tax that billionaires would pay or whatever. So there's, so they're singing a song about how it's no one will even notice it when we start class war. Like they think that <laughs> they think that you can do this in a way where a billionaire won't even notice and you're going to somehow like improve society. No, fuck you. Fuck you and your stupid fucking songs. Okay, and the second song I'll let Cooper tell you about. Yeah, so the second song, it took me a little while to sort of register what was happening. Um, it was, I believe the the refrain was just under Warren, um, but it might have been a f- different first word, but it was to the tune of Under Pressure by David Bowie and Queen. So it was something along the lines of Under Warren, you'll get structural change i don't actually remember what the words were because my ears were bleeding um but yeah it was uh under pressure but changed to which now that i'm thinking about that's a very funny combination of songs (laughs) like to have a like i don't know civil war era ditty and then also (laughs) under pressure by david bowie and queen as their two go-to i think they attempted a third and it fizzled out so quickly because the energy in the room was just palpably hostile (laughs) so they they were able to pick up on some basic social cues that they needed to stop It was, everyone was horrified. It was so, so embarrassing. And they did it twice. I did, at some point in the night, I did hear somebody, the the uh, uh, people leading the thing said, okay, and uh, so we do have a next step. And I heard someone who may have been in our group say, it better not be a fucking song. Because <laughs> <laughs> again, Bernie people are cool and mean and the best. <laughs> The Bernie people, really, I just loved our people. They were super understanding um, when I was, like, begging the chair to let them go. And they were really funny. And um, they had total disdain for the process. And it was just really cool. So so I I think probably just to get the actual important, like, uh, numbers out there. um, So... Uh, and our group, again, if this is needed for the congressional record here at some point as well. Uh, so uh, our caucus ended up being 233 people when it started, 232, someone left. I don't know what the situation was there. I, I think maybe a Steyer person. It was somebody who was not viable after the first left before the second. Um so 232, uh, so for our uh, group, we were told that is nine uh, delegates, and so that viability was 35. Uh, so first alignment, Bernie got 52, viable, obviously, right out the gates. Uh, Biden hit 37, uh, and then uh, Warren had 50-something as well, and uh, Pete had 50 or 60-something. I don't know. Um, so Klobuchar, Yang, uh, and Steyer were the three candidates that were up for grabs at ours. Uh, we did realignment. We absorbed about half of the Yang people. So uh, at the end of the day, Bernie had 60 out of the 232. Uh, Biden had 40 of the 232. Um, so what this all shook out to be is that um, Biden... Bernie, Warren, all had two. 
and Pete had three. Yes, sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Pete had three. Bernie, Biden, and Warren all had two. Um, again, the terrible system. Bernie had 60 people, which translated to two candidates. Biden had 40 people, which translated to two candidates, because that's how numbers work. Um, so for all you numbers junkies out there, that's how it broke down. So that has been the Nate Silver aspect of this. And now um, Natalie is going to talk about her new best friend, Jen. Jan is our precinct captain, and Jan is a retired kindergarten teacher. (laughs) This is important. Yeah, and if you didn't know that, you would have known it within 90 seconds of the event. And I'm I'm not going to weigh in a ton on Jan, but I just want to say that I thought that she was lovely and clearly loves the caucus and does not understand the idea that others may not inherently love caucusing (laughs) and want to spend the rest of their evening and or lives doing it. So that became a source of tension. She just genuinely seemed to be joyously engaging in this process in a way that is like extremely irritating to someone like me who would rather be doing literally anything else but is there because I give a shit about people that are dying versus someone like, I just love the process. Like, I just love that we get together with our neighbors. Oh, my God. Okay, so Jan, I reached out to her before the caucus, and she sent back an email with her list of rules. And three times she said, no stickers. And the last time it was in all caps, and it said, stickers are much too hard to scrape up off the sidewalk. And so I respected that, and I brought packing tape to put over stickers so that they would at least, like, allude to giving a shit about her rules. And everyone just put stickers all over everything. So we just gave up. Yeah, we were stickering water bottles, and then we're going to put uh, packing tape over that to make them impenetrable. They would not (laughs) fall off or get stuck on anything. And then, yeah, the second we walked in, people were... I think there are people at the door handing out Pete stickers, (laughs) putting them on unwitting members of the, like, press... That part I might be making up. Don't sue me. But <laughs> but yeah, stickers, stickers galore. So we, yeah. Um, and before the caucus could get started, we all had to, um, did we say this in the first recording? Did we already talk yeah. about the, okay, did we say it in the second one yet? No. Okay. We did the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> Which creep is creepy as fuck, and it's extremely weird that you have to do. And um, if it was on the TV in North Korea, then um, Trump would say that it was a sign of authoritarianism, and it's creepy as hell, and we don't need children to be chanting together, and America fucking sucks. So eat shit with your Pledge of Allegiance. And, and I just want to say, I don't know the last time I actually did the Pledge of Allegiance. I'm not at that many events where the Pledge of Allegiance is recited, full full disclosure. But I know any time that I've done it, I've just stood with my hands at my sides and said nothing. And this time, because I wanted to make sure I picked up any potential Bernie people who might see my disgusting lack of patriotism as a bad thing, I put the hand on the heart and I said the prayer for America and did what I had to do, um, and it. I don't think it helped, so I take it all back. <laughs> I rescind my pledge. So um, I, I was really, really committed on trying to get my people 
out of there as quickly as possible. Like it was my goal in life to get people to fuck out because they do not want to be there and it's terrible. So I kept asking her after the second realignment, we should have had all the cards and I should have been able to take the card, well, see that it was the, counted. After the first alignment, sorry yeah. to interrupt, but I mean, the point of the cards is you're viable. You can't move groups anyway. There is a written record that you are for Bernie. So you should be able to leave. We were told people would be able to leave. We And Natalie was telling people, hey, it's my understanding that once we're viable and the card is filled out, there's no reason you should have to stay here. Jan had slightly different ideas or was not concerned with this aspect. She wasn't concerned with it. Um, and when I went up to ask her again, can't they leave? I thought we could leave. I have their card. Um, she said, wait, 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 wait. Before we do any more announcements, we need to give ourselves all a round of applause. And so people began clapping. And she said, no, no, no. A ra- like we do in kindergarten, a round of applause. And then clapped while moving her arms in a circle. Uh, to which one member of the Bernie team said, Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) (laughs) They were very cool. (laughs) Um, So then when we go to do our um, second realignment, I made a beeline for the Tulsi people, obviously, because those are ours, Mm -hmm. two of them, and they belong to us. Um, And they were both single issue voters and like really initially like hostile because they, the only issue that they vote on is Julian Assange. And they just feel very strongly. And you know what? I, you know, I, I, I agree with you, I guess. I don't know. I think it probably threatens the press that we, I mean, I also think he's a dirtbag. But like, you know, but she's a single issue voter. She has a free Julian Assange t-shirt. Her, her person was just an attachment to her. <laughs> um, and I like if I promised that I would watch their YouTube channel, she said they would go to the Bernie team. So I did promise that I would watch their YouTube channel. And I'm going to plug their YouTube channel right now. And we will absolutely watch it. Yes. I am a woman of my word. That's untrue. But in this case. That's untrue. Absolutely. Okay. So the channel is called Action for Assange. Free Assange. So I think that's like a colon in there. So um, go check it out. Um, we d- we have not seen it. We don't endorse the content, nor do they endorse our content. But, uh, you know, again, they they agreed to caucus for Bernie if we watched it. And so I, I agree that it's it's good to. Yeah. But I have since we have not seen it, if anything gets real buck wild in there, this is not an endorsement of any specific content therein. Okay. So, um, the only other weird thing was that half of the Yang gang came to us, of course, and the other half went to Pete, which seems really weird. But, um, we headed into speeches and, um, it was very, very irritating because I was extremely committed to, I want my people to get the fuck out. And I was given a minute. So that's how much I'm going to talk. And so it meant that I chose to get all my words out versus like doing my best public speaking. So I talked really fast to try to tear through it. Um, but I, I got it in the right time. I like timed it in front of myself and every other person fucking rambled for five minutes. And it was so unfair. And like, 
I had a short speech, but I had to like go as fast as I could if I wanted to get all my words out. But I wanted to respect getting the fuck out of there. I, um, Jan has the energy of when you are at a college class and it's the last five minutes and you're like, hell yeah, we just got to power through the last five minutes. And someone raises their hand to ask a fucking question. And <laughs> you're just like, that's the energy that you have. Like, no, we want to get the fuck out of here. Don't raise your hand. Go up afterwards and ask your own goddamn question at that time. Fuck you. So <laughs> so that's dance energy. Okay, so we're going to run through the super... Oh, we have this really good segue. It's really professional, good segue. So, r- regarding uh, the commitment to sticking to the one minute uh, rule for speeches, that was the whole segue. Is uh, we have some some superstars of of Team Bernie who emerged. Um, so, uh, the first speech was from a Warren person, and again, they were told thirty seconds to a minute. Everyone was, and so at what I assume to have been sixty-one seconds. Someone from sort of the back of the room yelled, time. (laughs) And uh, it turned out to be a guy who uh, was uh, with us, with us for Bernie. And his big concern was that he wanted to uh, be on platform committee. And he stuck out through what he, a process he clearly hated and wanted to leave very badly. But uh, things like platform committee are shoved to the very, 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 very end. And so he stuck it out. And I... So he he is the superstar of Team Bernie for his commitment to both making sure people don't talk too long and for uh, being committed to platform committee. Um, do you want to talk about their delegate? Yeah. So kind of weird thing is that we got an Amy person in the second um, realignment. Um, but we ended up electing her as a delegate for Bernie, which... Um, we were a little bit like, uh, but she just really, really strongly wanted to be on platform committee and that's weird. And I don't know what kind of like sneaky Amy Klobuchar agenda she's going to come in and push as our Bernie delegate. But, um, I mean, I really, really didn't want to do it. So it worked out fine for me. (laughs) Um, okay. Do you want to talk about the second choice Pete lady? Oh yes, I'm sorry. This is not a superstar of Team Bernie. This oh. is this is the opposite of that. But um, yeah, uh, at the very very beginning, before first alignment even happened, but everybody was clearly sitting with their sort of preference group. Um, a woman from the Buttigieg team came up with a larger than his real face. I believe I haven't seen his real face in person. Uh, Pete Buttigieg face on a stick. Um, came up and was kind of, you know, wa- waving it playfully around and asking people sitting for Bernie uh, who their second choice was. And to their credit, everyone she asked was like, I don't have a second choice. And she's like, but if you have to, and they're like, we're not going to have to, Bernie's going to be viable. And I don't have a, yeah, but if you have to. <laughs> and so finally one of our, oh, I'm sorry. And so then one of our superstars of team Bernie uh, said, well, who's your second choice? She said, well, I don't have one, <laughs> but, 
And then everyone started laughing. And so, you know, it was the, uh, the proper amount of a, a funny moment with some teeth to sort of be like, what are, what are you doing? Like, go do this to, well, as I say, go do this to Klobuchar, because that was the logic at the time. Apparently, Biden was just as possible to be picked off. Um, just didn't happen to cut that way for us. But yes, yeah, so man who <laughs> retorted with who's your second choice to the Pete pusher with the Pete head on a stick, which Pete's head on a stick sounds like a pretty good idea. Parody, not actionable. <laughs> what is mustache? Who does it? So mustache who does everything. There was a guy with a very impressive mustache who, um, when it was time to, uh, this is another superstar. Uh, when it was time to uh, find delegates, he was still hanging out. At this point, m- the vast majority of the room had left by the time it was actually time to get delegates most people were gone he was still around i was like hey are you interested in being a delegate and he's like um yeah yeah i would i would be up for it and so um he was going to be a delegate and then uh they we kind of went up to the front where people were signing up and uh our delegates were covered because another guy who again i was gonna take credit a guy who was there who i canvassed um came and uh, volunteered to be a delegate. He was always going to come if he was willing to be a delegate, but I'm going to take credit because I knocked on his door. Um, so, you know, the two delegates were already there and he was like, oh, okay, well, um, uh, and they're like, we need somebody for the committee on committees. He's like, okay, yeah, no, I'm down for that. And he's like, and I'll still be a, a backup delegate if it's needed. And then someone from another group in the building said that they were short delegates for Bernie for another precinct that was caucusing in the same junior high because there were five or six groups going. So they're like, "Is do you have any spare people that could be a delegate for this precinct? He's like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. He's like, and I'll still be committee on committees for this one. Like, Dude was just game for whatever role was needed. I was deeply impressed. That was the opposite of any type of way I've ever been. I reluctantly signed up as an alternate delegate because uh, that was the bare minimum. So major superstar, majorly good mustache. Um, and then probably like our biggest star, I would say, um, was our uh, we did not have an ambassador. Uh, which was supposed to be a role, but um, the whole official team uh, is currently on this couch and dying inside. So Natalie was uh, leader and I was whip. Um, And so we didn't really have an ambassador. Uh, This was a guy I door knocked. Again, he was like already in the bag, but he, you know, he was basically pitching me. I mean, he was like the far more outgoing person just in our conversation so i kind of filed away in my brain like we don't have an ambassador um and we have a friend that we were going to force into the role if you know that was our plan but i was like this guy would be a good fit and he absolutely was he he pulled in some yang people um had a very we thought the styer people would be a natural fit but for some reason the the sort of who the makeshift leader of the styer people i don't know when there are only four of them well, you know if there were any official roles, but uh, he just super hated Jeff Weaver, hates Jeff Weaver, thinks the entire Bernie 2020 campaign is a vehicle for Jeff Weaver to exact revenge on his political enemies, which sounds dope as hell. But apparently this guy thought that was really bad. And so the Steyer group was 
lost to us even uh, by our makeshift ambassadors' good works. But he he brought over our Yang people. I think he was part of bringing over our our Amy to Bernie person. So um, he really killed it out there. Um, so the, those are our our superstars of Team Bernie. Um, so I think that's basically our caucus experience. I don't know where this fits in, but I want to briefly touch on the committee on committees. Yes. Sounds like a joke. This, yeah, for it sounds like a joke. So platform committee, straightforward. We like that. We want to influence the platform. Committee on committees is like the party planning committee. But if you were the most technocratic, incompetent um <laughs> like just like a, a party planning committee but everything about the system is bad like you only plan parties like the one Dwight throws in the office <laughs> that says it is your birthday <laughs> okay so um we are going to oh sorry quick caveat that is not a reflection on the guy who stepped up to be on committee no hell yeah thanks he for just, doing that. yeah he seemed like he was just willing to do whatever if you were like excited to be on committee for committees i think that's probably psycho shit but <laughs> i i think that secretly probably someone who is really good at committee on committeeing would be extremely important because all the dumb rules and stuff like oh, like really it's <laughs> probably secretly the most important thing but the idea that you would care about the logistics of the democratic party instead of just like count one person that equals one vote okay but we are going to wrap up with our hopeful things or our good things the number one thing to celebrate about the evening so our man who at best at best is at fourth hovering between fourth and fifth with amy fucking klobuchar um our boy joe biden president my guy to borrow to borrow from the trailblades (laughs) president my guy yeah i mean uh, Joe Biden, I mean, again, he's, he shuffled his way into viability in our group, but good Lord. I mean, w- there are lots of ways you can like shake out the numbers right now. Obviously, you, you know, little rat faced fuck is making it seem like it's been a win for him uh, in the form of people to judge. But like, I mean, by any human metric, Joe Biden is j- just shat the bed. He just ate shit and choked on the shit and fell down the stairs and landed in a pile of more shit, (laughs) slip slided around in the shit. The man is, I mean, and this is his third time running for president. Like this is clearly all he's ever wanted to be. And he whiffed it and frequently lost and may overall lose the state of Iowa to Amy Klobuchar. It's incredible. It's a beautiful thing. It's so embarrassing and he should parody <laughs> parody but i i think that he should just i don't know like you're like go with hillary clinton <laughs> in the woods <laughs> those two can just wander around the woods together just yeah just like your best with this kind of embarrassment your only course of action is <laughs> parody but also parody if he does he needs a second i will be there for him with and metaphorically speaking metaphorically but metaphorically joe biden is literally 
dead. He died. He is no longer alive. Literally. Yeah, it's awesome. And that joyous news was lost a little bit in the fucking clusterfuck um, of a situation. Um, but we need to remember that Joe Biden ate shit. And it was awesome. He is a loser. All he ever does is lose, lose, lose. Yeah. And so, I mean, yeah, to, to very, very briefly touch on sort of like the larger situation right now. I mean, worst case scenario, Pete Buttigieg wins Iowa. That sucks shit because Pete Buttigieg sucks shit. But he is, this is not the beginning of the Pete revolution. You know, it's it's going to have been a one-off. I mean, he'll be, Ted Cruz won Iowa too. How did that go? Like, this this isn't the beginning of something. And, you know, so sure, Pete Buttigieg pulls out all the stops, throws all of his money, all of his energy at Iowa barely squeaks by with a cheated win you know that's good news joe biden is the guy that people have been treating as like the big boss to use the metaphor that's been floating around uh, you know like warren is stagnant at best you know Buttigieg is not a real threat i mean this iowa is good news for bernie whatever they try to say see um and also Iowa doesn't have that many delegates, right? But if we can, like, take the temperature of how many people voted and the popular vote reflects that he won by a lot. So it's not about how many delegates. It's about what does this tell us about what the rest of the country who actually has delegates might have to say. It's more of a way to, like, you know, this doesn't actually really matter that much. It's more it's we were robbed of the momentum narrative. But besides that, like, you know, I th- I think we're actually in really great shape, despite the fact that I have spent most of the last 36 hours thinking about how much I want to die. Well, and think about, you know, I mean, so much of his popularity in 2016 was that, you know, this perceived outsider status. And then like a lot of what sort of kept him, you know, in people's minds and hearts was like the antagonism from the Democratic Party. And so, I mean, who comes out of this latest debacle looking like shit, if not the Democratic Party? who appears, whether they're doing it or not, to be rigging the entire thing against Bernie Sanders. That is energy that he can thrive against. That is Everyone a fight. Hates Everyone hates Democrats. Nobody likes a party machine. And like, I mean, just think about the Hillary Clinton thing recently of the nobody likes Bernie. That was huge for him. And this is that writ even large. I mean, like the literal establishment instead of just the face of the establishment. So I think it will provide a new, arguably nasty momentum, but a new and like, I think very important momentum can still come out of this admittedly exhausting clusterfuck. It's nasty momentum. We're, we're going to fucking tear this party in half or we're going to get what people need. Yeah. Like, those are, this is life or death, and we will schism this party. Um, But I wanted us to keep it positive and successfully complete this recording without praising the Nazis for anything. Okay, but some of their fashion choices (laughs) were a little... Okay. Uh, Harwood family signing off.